This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. In honor of the Mets huge regular season game against the Atlanta Braves, we present to you an instant reaction edition of Rico Bronia. The New York Mets opened up a three game series with the Atlanta Braves and about 95 seconds ago, Edwin Diaz finished destroying the heart of the order of the Atlanta Braves. He struck out Matt Olson. Bing, bing, boom. See you later. He struck out Austin Riley. Bing, bing, boom. See you later. And then he made that horrendous human being Marcelo Zuna look bad by striking him out on three pitches. And the Mets put an exclamation point on what was a much needed much needed game one victory against the Atlanta Braves. I couldn't have been alone and not exactly brimming with confidence going into this series. Uh, I feared the worst. I feared the worst, not because of some kind of will pond curse over the New York Mets. I feared the worst because the Atlanta Braves have played like the best team in baseball for over a month. I feared the worst because this is a lineup and you saw the starting lineup put out on the field tonight that did not have Starling Marte, that did not have Jeff McNeil. It was a starting lineup that four through nine left a lot to be desired. But Max Scherzer reminded us why he's here. The Mets were able to collect a couple of big hits. Not a lot, not a lot, but it was just enough. And the bullpen did an outstanding job recording those last six outs. I looked at this game, game one, and I said this on the air to Craig, and I really believed it. I said it on the last Rico as well, that if they didn't win game one, we were probably looking at a sweep. <laughs> that If they didn't win the opener of this series with the $43 million man on the mound, that this could be a very, very ugly week. Now, as I pointed out to you, Pete, and I think you agreed, as bad as being swept would have been, it wouldn't have ended the season. And I acknowledge that. Just like if the Mets happen to sweep the Atlanta Braves, it ain't going to end the National League East. But for our own mental sake, we needed to leave this series in first place. And by winning game one of this three-game series, no matter what happens the rest of the way over the course of the next two games, we know that the New York Mets will leave this series as a first-place team. Uh, that is all I needed tonight. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything more for the series again. Like, if, if they lose the next two games, no big deal. Again, you nailed it. It's, impo it's important to walk away having the edge, and that's what we'll have. Damn right. Now, I want to mention what this reminded me of, and before everyone shuts their podcast equipment off because I'm going to mention the Nets, just hear me out on this. When, 
when the Nets acquired Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, they really only had one amazing moment. And that was that first round series against the Raptors. But in game one of that series, Paul Pierce hit kind of like a back-breaking jump shot. And when he hit that back-breaking jump shot in Toronto, Paul Pierce screamed as loudly as he could, this is why I'm here. And it was the best thing Paul Pierce ever said as a net. The rest of his career, whatever. I mean, basically, they won a round, they lost to Miami, and he was gone. But the most positive memory I have of Paul Pierce is him screaming at the top of his lungs, this is why I'm here after he had a big shot. Now, I'm sure you can see where I'm going with this. This is why Max Scherzer is here. Now, hopefully, the Max Scherzer tenure with the New York Mets goes far better than the brief moment we had with Paul Pierce, but it was a great line by Paul. This is why I'm here. This is why they brought me in. And this tonight on a Monday night in Atlanta is why Max Scherzer is here for that big game, for that big moment against a tremendous lineup. Look, the Atlanta Braves, it's funny, the Braves and the Mets score the same amount of runs per game, which is kind of odd. They just get there very differently. The Atlanta Braves hit a ton of home runs. They strike out a million times. The New York Mets do not hit a ton of home runs. They don't strike out nearly as much. But this is still a high-powered Brave offense, especially when you look at Acuna and Swanson and Olsen and Riley and Ozuna and Travis Darnot and this kid Michael Harris, who's been mostly hitting ninth, but today he was hitting eighth. And so this is not an easy walk in the park. You know, No offense to the Miami Marlins or the Cincinnati Reds. It ain't that lineup. It's a different lineup. And right from the get-go, Max Scherzer was in control. First batter of the game, rips one, but it's right at Brandon Nimmo. And then Scherzer goes to work. He strikes out Dansby Swanson. He strikes out Matt Olson. And the funniest part about Max's domination over the first six innings is that the only guy who could get on base against him was Robinson Cano, which we all feared. I mean, let's be honest. It was not irrational as a Met fan to see Robbie Cano batting ninth and say, uh-oh, something bad's going to happen. Now, that doesn't mean we think Robinson Cano has a lot left. It doesn't mean we think the Mets made a mistake in DFAing Robinson Cano. It just means it's baseball. Crazy crap happens all the time. And when Robbie Cano comes up after Max Scherzer retires the first date and he pokes a base hit by Luis Guillerme, we're all saying the same thing. You got to be effing kidding me. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And I feared every time when Robbie got the base hit in the third and then he got a base hit in the eighth inning, my fear was, Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to make us pay. That was the biggest concern. You got Robbie Cano batting ninth. He's got pretty good protection behind him. He's got the top of the brave order. But when Robbie Cano pokes that single in the third inning, 
I'm laughing and I'm crying all at once. But to Max Scherzer's credit, didn't matter. Struck out Acuna and the third. One, two, three, fourth. One, two, three, fifth. One, two, three, sixth. I think we're all thinking the same thing. Can Max go all nine? Can Max finish the job? Now, realistically, second start off the injured list, uh, knowing the way baseball is today, knowing Max's age, there was never a shot he was going to go all nine innings. And you figured there would be a moment where he would bear it, where, where he would get tired, where he would show maybe the fact that he hasn't pitched a lot over the last month and a half. And that did happen in the seventh inning when he gave up the bomb to Austin Riley and the double pump to Marcelo Zuna on an 0-2 pitch. But to Max Scherzer's credit, this is why he's here. To bear down and find a way to strike out Eddie Rosario and then let out all that emotion that I think we all did all around the country as Met fans. Max is screaming. We're screaming. All he needed to do as he walked off that mound was say, this is why I am here. And obviously that was it for Max. I think we all agreed at, what was he at, 93, 94 pitches? But really showing some wear and tear in that seventh inning, he was done. And then it was about how the hell did they get the final six outs of this game? And I think we all need to give credit to Adam Adovino because Adam Adovino blew a game the other day. That's fresh in our memory. He gave up the game winner to the Marlins about a week and a half ago, that game-winning home run to the, the backup catcher, Nick Fortes, whatever the hell his name is. But outside of that, Adam Adovino's been perfect. If you go back to Memorial Day weekend against the Philadelphia Phillies when he blew the Sunday game and then the Mets won anyway, Adam Adovino has made 16 appearances. He's thrown, I think it's 18 innings. He has given up two runs. He has held his opponents scoreless in 16 or 14 of his last 16 outings. And so I'm not saying this is going to last. I'm not saying I'm going to trust Adam Adovino with my life come October. But in this moment, throughout June, throughout July, Adam Adovino has stepped up and has proven to be, after Edwin Diaz, the most reliable Met reliever. I said that on the air to Craig today, and he thought I was nuts. I mean, it's not nuts. It's the truth. Who do you trust more, Adam Adovino or Seth Lugo? Ain't that difficult? Who do you trust more, Adam Adovino or Drew Smith? Lately, it ain't that difficult. And to Adovino's credit, after he gives up a hit to, guess who, Robbie Cano, don't you know? And he gives up that double to Acuna. He was staying in this game. Buck had no choice. What was Buck going to do? He wasn't going to ask Edwin Diaz for a four-out save when he was pitching three days in a row. I was just glad Edwin Diaz was available. Thank God he was. We talked about this the other day on the Rico. Because he didn't throw that many pitches in the Sunday game and didn't even throw that many pitches in the Saturday game, it opened up the possibility that Buck Showalter would allow Diaz to pitch back-to-back days for the first time all season long. And I think considering the opponent, considering who was coming up in the order, he had no freaking choice. But when Adovino gives up that double to Acuna, that's his inning. That's his game. It really is. What else are you going to do with a two-run lead in the eighth inning? You're not taking him out. Who are you going to? Tommy Hunter? Colin Holderman? Seth Lugo? You're not. You're going to trust Adam Adovino, who right now in the circle of trust is number two. And he rewarded us. Because he got Swanson a ground out. And he was able to get through that eighth inning. And obviously Edwin Diaz was lights out in the ninth inning. 